the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot Trading Group on our toll-free number 800-951-0592. And another great day here today. How you doing? I hope it finds you well out there. I'm in a really good mood. I woke up a little earlier than normal today, but I felt rested. Uh, My wife had made this this crock-pot stew. It was so good. And I have a tendency to do this. You guys do where you eat, you overeat. Like, you know you're not hungry anymore, but yet you just can't help it because it's just so good. That was me yesterday. I mean, last night, uh, about 730, I'm, I'm just sitting there on the couch going, oh, like I got the meat sweats going on. And and, and I went to bed early because, you know, I was just so full. Uh, woke up and, uh, well, let's just say, took care of a little business, and uh, now I feel great. So uh, it's going to be a great show. I got a good feeling about it. Uh, I'm joined, as always, with my partner in crime, Jason Walker, Captain Conspiracy himself. Jason, we were, you know what, Jason, I want to tell everybody about our conversation this morning. Sure, let's do it. So we were talking about crypto. You know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and and all of those, and and uh, you know, talking about you know throwing some money at it. What do you think about it? And and all this stuff going on, and 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 I think Jason and I see it very similar. You know, because you know a lot of people out there, and at least the ones and you see these articles, and and they're on CNBC at Infinitum. Uh, I'll, I'll call it uh, very similar. Uh, to the gaslighting cheerleader squats, right? Oh yeah, it's it's going to replace the dollar. The do- the dollar is doomed. They got that part right. Uh, it's never going to be what they what they're telling you it's going to be. But they don't actually believe that anyway. Uh, but here's what I love about it because I love it. Now I hate what happened this week, and and it's kind of funny because it's rallying on the fact that. Uh, they've got some uh, like SEC approval. They can trade like an like an ETF. Yep. That's actually terrible news. Yes. And, and again, I don't. It, it, it just shows you. Uh, I, I'll liken it to. I liken it to this. You know, when when uh, Rand Paul was running and and won Iowa, and they stole it from him, and they created the Tea Party. Right, the Tea Party really was a Rand Paul movement that got stolen, and then the Republicans tried to claim it. Of course, now the Tea Party is dead and buried. But that's what's happening with the cryptos. It was supposed to be this thing that that uh, was out of the control of governments, right? And you you you, you didn't you know. Uh, they, they couldn't create it. They, they couldn't uh, put any restrictions on it. They couldn't do this. They couldn't do that. Now the, what's happening is these billionaires are trying to turn it into something that it was never intended to be because they know 
If they can't turn it into something that they want it to be, it's really not worth anything. And and I find it interesting, but Jason and I were talking about it, and we, we both agree we like Ethereum the best uh, of them. I think the technology is just the best of the group. Uh, but But what we love about it is look at even these guys that – and guys that would never buy gold are the ones to, oh, yeah, I remember, oh, it's great. But here's what they're really saying. Hey, the dollar, I don't want to own dollars. They're saying the same thing that that gold buyers are saying. Hey, I don't want to own dollars. The question is, uh, is it is what's it going to be worth down the road, right? Gold's been money for thousands of years. Uh, Bitcoin is trying to become money. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I've got a funny feeling because Jamie Dimon came out last week, and, and got to remember, J.P. Morgan has a Bitcoin desk and all that crap, uh, well, a crypto desk, and he kind of let the cat out of the bag. Oh, it's not worth anything. And, and I'll just say, use China as the example. China's the only real uh, major-type country uh, that now has an electronic currency. And what's the first thing they did, Jason? Banned it. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> but having said that, hey, you know, I, I like it. it, it, it Jason and I both agree. It, 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 I like It's like Vegas. Hey, if you, you go to Vegas, you know, most people, hey, I, you know, if I, if I lose a couple of grand, ah, so what? Right, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to, I'm going to gamble a little bit. I'm probably going to lose, but maybe I'll win, but I'm probably going to lose. That's how I view Bitcoin. I don't have any problem with people throwing some money at Bitcoin, but just be prepared, right, to to, to suffer huge, well, huge gains and huge losses, right? Because this is it's about timing. It's all about that, timing, Joe. You have to have the right yeah, timing for yeah. it to work. If you, your timing you is wrong, you're very disciplined. Yeah, Joe. The only but reason, I do like this. The, the reason that the reason that I kind of like it is is it's, it's a timing thing. The only reason I even you know, looked at it is because. Uh, is gold going to stay stagnant? How how long will it stay stagnant in the seventeen hundred and fifty to nineteen hundred zone? And if Bitcoin's going to raise, hey, can I throw? Can I gamble a few dollars there and 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 get some returns before Bitcoin comes back, or where there's any risk there? Uh, but if gold starts to run, I, I just I'm happier with gold because I know what's going to happen. Gold won't go to zero. Bitcoin could be uh, they, could, they can write up a law and make it illegal. And it'd be gone, and you don't physically possess it, so you, there's nothing you can do. But you can't take it to Mexico and get it if they made gold out you know, illegal. So uh, the only reason that it, it even piques my interest is that, well, if it's going to run, maybe I can make some some quick money. It's always that gambling, right, Joe? The quick money—that's what that's what the allure is. The tulips. Yes. It reminds me of the tulip craze. Similar thing. So anyway, there you go. There's our there's our cryptocurrency segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Hey. We're going to be right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin and Jason Walker, and just really kind of going at a thousand, ten thousand feet here. I don't need your emails. <laughs> about your cryptocurrencies. Believe me, I understand it perfectly. Uh, and and just be careful. I think, really, quite honestly, if the dollar was so great, 
shouldn't it be able to compete? Right? Isn't isn't this what uh, they 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 try to tell us? We have when we don't anymore. That capitalistic mentality. Compete, competition, and and what we've seen, and really through the changing of laws by bankers, we have destroyed competition. Right when you go, you know, to uh, go out today, and I don't care if I go to Colorado, if I go to California. If I go to Arizona, if I go to New York, I go to West Virginia, everyone's got the same places. Have you ever noticed? Everyone's got the same burger joints, the same fast food joints, the same this, the same that. Didn't used to be that way. Didn't used to be that way. Used to be, hey, this part of the country, you got this small business and that type of small business, and and now all of a sudden it's McDonald's and Taco Bell's and 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 that's it. You know, California, hey, they had an in in and out burger. Now in and out burgers everywhere. It's the Flintstones cartoon thing, Joe. You know, when you watch a Flintstones cartoon and they're running, and you, the, the same four pictures go by. That's what happens right. when you're driving through right. cities. You see the same four things as you're driving through neighborhoods. I was talking to uh, one of my cousins. We had a, uh, some family came to town, and uh, we we uh, we met at a a local, not really a local, a chain uh, restaurant. And it was so funny, is because my cousin she lives out in Apache Junction, and for those for those of you that don't know Arizona, Apache Junction, uh, you know, twenty years ago uh, was loaded with dairy farms. It's now, right, there's, you know, the farms are gone, right? It, it's blown up. There's, uh, you know, houses stacked on top of each other all over the place. And we were kind of laughing. And, and uh, we were commenting about how many of these places she passed, the same places her and I passed to meet at this one. And I said, you know, you got the exact same places there as I do up here. and Because we were kind of talking about, well, man, it's too bad. We, we don't get together as much as we should. And then we both kind of laughed because they're like, well, yeah. Why would I want to drive all the way to Apache Junction? Or why would you want to drive all the way to, you know, to Scottsdale? We got the same places. Right? We, we, it's the same grocery stores, the same restaurants. And it never used to be that way. And most people don't realize how it got that way. They changed the laws. What happened to 14,000 banks? How did they all disappear? They changed the laws. They changed the laws. Look at uh, Joe Biden in his little meeting. Who was invited to the meeting? Well, we invited FedEx and UPS, and we invited Walmart, Target, and Kroger. Amazon. Right, yeah, and Amazon, right, right? That's it. That's who's invited to the meeting. And, and 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 the dollar's the same way, right? They don't want competition. I think it would be great. Let Bitcoin compete. Let all the cryptos compete. Let gold compete. Right? Heck, if you wanted to, to have your bank account in euros, fine. Right? Or Renimbi or whatever. You get to pick. Right, and the best of the best would win. And really, the answer really is simple. Why don't they allow that to happen? 
well, first of all, you know, wait, well, you know, then we don't have control, right? Ultimately, that's the number one problem, right? The, 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 the bankers want that control. They've got this whole little rig system. Think about it. I saw somewhere where they're saying Elon Musk may become the world's first trillionaire. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm like, now, now, now listen, I, I don't know Elon Musk, uh, but, but I think he's a pretty smart guy. But his whole entire wealth was a subsidy from the government. And now, now this guy's got to be a trillionaire. It's only right? a, what is that? It's really only a thousand mean? billion. Should that, should that be celebrated? Because really, all that means is very few at the top are going to be uber wealthy, and everybody else gets nothing. It's only a thousand billions, Joe. That's all. That, that's right. Well, how about this? <clears throat> and maybe this is part of uh, of a better example of what I'm talking about. And, and this is what happens when you really, truly don't have competition. The middle class, and by the way, uh, economic collapse blog, uh, blog, Michael Snyder, guy's really, really good. Uh, he, he wrote this article about the middle class. And at least when I was growing up in, in my uh, high school and, and, and junior high and even my elementary, right, when they were talking U.S. history, one of the things that was, hey, what made America great was the middle class. That, that was what I was taught. It was the middle class. You could come out there, right, and, hey, I can live the American dream. If I go to work, if I work hard, I have the opportunity, what I like to call the pursuit of happiness. I have the opportunity to pursue it. And if I work hard, I, I, I can buy a house, I can get married, I can have the two kids, I can have the dog, couple of cars, right? As I get older, I can buy a, a retirement place in Florida or Arizona, right, you know, back in the day, and, and, and live a decent life. You know, I, I, I'll use my grandfather as a great example. Right after World War II, what did he do? Well, he went to work for the post office. My, my grandmother worked. They raised their family, owned a home, bought a, bought a condo down in Florida, right? And by the time they were, uh, you know, at retirement age, both houses were paid off. And, and you know what? It was a decent life. He didn't make a billion dollars a year as a postman. Now, fast forward to today. Is there even a middle class at all? And they're talking about, in his article, saying that he, he calls it survival mode. It's where most Americans operate. And why this inflation problem is really going to intensify because most people out there, Jason, they're living paycheck to paycheck. 50%, and actually, just over 50% of every American wage earner. Okay, so in other words, you had to have a job. 
50% of people with a job had net compensation that was less than $34,612 a year. Half the people with a job, Jason, in this country, and, and remember, we've got probably about 150 million people in the workforce making less than $35,000. Yeah, that's not enough uh, nowadays, Joe, to, uh, to get it done. That, give it for a second. That's less than $3,000 a month before taxes. And I bring this up because the existing home sales came out today. Do you know what the median price is? And they, they're using median price now because they don't want to use average price because it, it's even higher. But the median price was now $355,000. Sales of homes between $100,000 and $250,000 are down 25% year over year. The problem is, guess what? They're down almost 50% from 10 years ago. Sales of homes of over $1 million up 30%. And then when you look at the number of homes actually being sold, it's the same number we were selling in the 90s. And obviously, listen, we've added, I don't know, 20, 30 million legal people in this country since that time. Yet we can't sell any more homes because you know why, Jason? They can't afford them. That's right. Yeah, that number, $3,000 a month, I mean, your rent or your mortgage is going to be close to 2000 So your two-thirds of your income is just, just to have a place to live. It's too much. And, and it's amazing. And, and, we're, and I only bring that up, you know, uh, 1960, a gallon of gas was 30 cents. A gallon of milk was a dollar. Right? That, now, uh, you can buy milk today, I don't know, three, four, five dollars, depending. You can find it on sale somewhere. Right? You can buy the, uh, the cheap gallons of milk for probably four bucks. A gallon of gas? What's the, uh, the average price of a gallon of gas right now is probably, what, $3.70? Right, it was $0.31. Cents. That's 958% increase in gas prices. Uh, in 1960, you could buy a, the house and a car for thirty-four grand and own it. Right? Outright! Now the median price of a home, 350 The average price, because, you know, the high-end drive, average price probably over 400000 Jason. And, and how can you buy a, a, a $350,000 home making thirty four grand? You can't do it. And then you sit there and you start looking at, why are they building so many apartments? People say that all the time. Right when we when 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 the when the talk of housing uh, ever comes, people's just because here in Arizona, you know, Arizona's booming. Denver, Colorado, you guys are booming. There are apartment complexes being built 
by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and the reason is simple. Over half the people with the job, that's the best they can hope for, Jason. That's right. Yeah, that that. No, no disagreement here, Joe. You, you're, you're sticking it today on, on this one. Yeah, that's that's the way it works. It, it's it's just I, I'm going to make a case that the uh, the Dow and even the uh, the S and P are they're crashing right now. They've been crashing all year. Uh, you you got to look at the numbers differently with this inflation, Joe. And, and I'm, we'll cover on the next segment. Uh, these these markets are crashing, but because the the, the uh, what we're not used to seeing. Uh, this inflation is changing the way you have to look at how how it works, Joe. And, and the, the Dow is crashed; it's crashed all year, but it's gone up. It, it, it's a it's a hard term to figure out, Joe. The Dow is crashing, yet it's gone up all year. So when we get back, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk. You know, we briefly talked about Paul Tudor Jones yesterday. Uh, the I would say captain cheerleader, uh, Jim Cramer. Finally comes out. Yeah, I mean, I finally comes out yesterday saying, "Oh my gosh, it's astounding! Inflation is so much worse than I thought. It's just unbelievable, and it's just getting started." I hope you. I hope you're prepared. I hope you got your financial house in order. Get ready, because this is something, again, I've said it over and over lately. Most of us have never seen anything like this before. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Yes, we know they've kept interest rates low to drive up housing prices. Everybody knows that story. Uh, the Again, but this is the inflation. This is it. This is why. Then I said, you know, go back to uh, the earlier part of the conversation. Let other things compete against the dollar, and people would make better choices. But the problem would be they couldn't have the control that they have. And, of course, now, listen, it's here. And believe me, this is all at the hands of the central bank. They wanted to kid themselves. They wanted to pretend the laws of economics no longer apply, right? Modern monetary theory or modern money theory. Ah, oh, we can just print as much as we want. It'll be fine. And just know this. Before they did this, they changed how they tracked inflation so it would look like they were better at it than what they really were. Uh, it was like the James Kirk, right? Remember, the Kobayashi Maru. It was a design in Star Trek. Well, I'm making, I'm like Jason now. I'm making a Star Trek reference. Jason always likes to make <laughs> Captain America references. I'm making a Star Trek reference, right? The Starfleet officer, you had to, you had to go through the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, the unwinnable and situation. Right, it was the no-win situation. No matter what you did, everybody ends up dead. Except for right? Captain Kirk. Saying, well, we just want to see how you would act under that certain situation, yep. right? And so what did Kirk do? He cheated. He cheated. <laughs> and he beat it. He cheated. <laughs> he went in and reprogrammed it. He changed the rules. 
So he set it up so there was a way for him to actually win. And that's what these bankers did. They said, well, we're not going to win. Let's change the rules. And guess what? They got the cheerleading, gaslighting stock channels to cheer them on. And now we have a situation where they won't even fight inflation. Paul Tudor Jones, for, by the way, so a lot of you probably don't know who this guy, major billionaire. Uh, he's the guy, by the way, that put the seed money into Robin Hood for you uh, uh, Wall Street bets people. Okay, so the guy's well, well known. Says inflation is now going to be the single biggest threat to society. He says that the whole talk about transitory is absolute nonsense. He started talking about fixed income, right? That's your bonds. Saying you don't want to hold those. Your your wealth will disappear. And remember yesterday we were doing that story about, hey, a 10-year note yields 1.5 or 1.6%. Inflation's like at least 10. So it's more than that. It's just more right, than that. Right, but, but I'm, I'm, being, yeah, I'm being kind. Yeah, you're being but really Jason, kind. But Jason, before the break, you, you were talking about, hey, Wall Street's actually crashing right now. Yeah, you what know, you mean by when you say that? I'm convinced the Fed wants the inflation, and they're going to, they're going to push inflation higher. Even if they uh, so-called claim that they're going to taper on the next meeting, Joe, uh, they're going to give us false numbers. They're not tapering. I'm convinced of this now. They're not tapering. They're not going to taper. Uh, the market's crashed this year. And, and by, by crashing, uh, these Wall Street guys, a bear market at, at Joe is like, what, 20% down, right? Uh, the, the Dow at the beginning of the year was 30500 It's at around 35500 So it's up uh, about 16%. The S&P... Uh, was sitting around, it was about 37.56 at the beginning of the year. It's sitting just a little above 4,500 today. It's up 21%. But if we take some of the ex- uh, ed- uh, examples we had, I think yesterday, uh, the, ki- you know, the king crab legs going from 30 bucks a pound to 80 bucks a pound, and the El Dorado water that I buy went from 99 cents to $1.39, up 40%. If, if things like that are, you know, if you got a, a, a a price, something at the, at the the grocery store that's like a buck, and now it's a buck fifty, or you're buying something that's four dollars, and now it's six dollars, fifty percent, or you got other items like meat that's going up a hundred percent or more than a hundred percent. Your range is, you know, that the king crab's up a hundred and sixty-six percent, the water's up forty percent. So let's just take the number fifty percent as kind of an average of what stuff's really gone up, Joe. If if the price of everything's up fifty percent and your Dow is only up sixteen percent, you're in bear territory for the whole year. The market's crashing right in front of us, and people aren't even seeing it, Joe. It's happening. Now you could say gold's crashing. Gold hasn't been up this year. I hear these experts saying that when this thing goes, everything's going to crash. Well, maybe gold doesn't go down at all, Joe. I was expecting maybe another pullback with gold. Maybe the crash in gold's already happened. When this thing goes, and you start to see the Dow go down, which is an absolute crisis with inflation. And gold starts to go up. Gold's gonna, it's it's gonna just explode. You know, if you want to buy gold at the bottom, it's already there. Even if gold were to go down to sixteen fifty, let's just say, it doesn't matter. If gold goes to four thousand dollars in the near future, no one's gonna worry that you bought it at seventeen fifty or sixteen fifty. All it's gonna matter is it just you know more than doubled. That's what's happening, Joe. It, it, the market's crashing right now. It's in bear territory already. 
But because we haven't had inflation like this, Joe, it's hard. It's hard to actually envision what's happening. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people. You haven't really seen it everywhere yet. You're going to. I mean, gas prices here in Arizona were like a little over two dollars a year ago. We're at three seventy. I, I told. I was telling the girls yesterday. We're going to pay over $4 a gallon for gasoline in Arizona. It's coming. Yeah, when people see their house prices going up and they see their stock market prices going up, they think they think everything's kind of okay. Oh, it's going up slower, but you know what? It's going up. It's not going but they, up. Jim Cramer brought up uh, Fairman Research yesterday on the air. And, and, and they, they're actually hey, – forget – the Fed and their crazy, ridiculous numbers that make no sense. Look, we're, we're actually literally talking to the companies, and they're handing the, the data over. Hey, this product cost this much last year, and now costs this much. This product cost this, and now cost that. And, did it. and here's what he said about it. He goes, the numbers are almost unbelievable. This is Kramer yesterday. They're using numbers that are absolutely astounding. It makes you feel like Proctor, talking about Proctor and Gamble, right? P and you remember we talked about them yesterday, saying everything's out of sight. Makes you feel like Proctor's not going to be able to get out of the jam. And remember, we were talking about, about how they can't raise prices fast enough. They keep raising the price, and then when they go to reorder, it costs more, and the margins are being squeezed. He calls it the most inflationary inputs that he's ever seen. It's a Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm going to put out a nine one one here in a minute. Uh, Zero Hedge is is got uh, uh, story breaking. Uh, J P Morgan uh, is coming out with a, a call about crude oil. We'll get to it in just a minute. Uh, we we sold out of the Mint State sixty four Saints uh, that we had been running in the last few days. I've got some. Mint State 63 still available at uh, 2,150. Today, the special I have today, I've got uh, $5 Liberties. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907, but these are going to be AUs. And I've got a couple of hundred of them. Right now, our price on a five dollar liberty a circulated five dollar liberty is six hundred and ten bucks today i've got au grade five dollar liberties for less for six hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two these types of things that never happens especially in fractional where you go up to au's and it's less but here's the problem there is at this the low end of the market we've been talking about, there's no supply out there, Jason. Yeah, that's great. This is a great thing to jump on. You know, uh, this is uh, moves more people into that category that I can get some gold because uh, I know that you got to be frustrated as, you know, if you get, hey, you got you got $1,000 sitting there, but you don't have $2,000 to get that, 
$20 lid that we normally put on the show regularly when we, we, we get a bunch of those. Well, here, if you got a, you got $1,000, you can almost buy two of these. you got $1,200, yeah, you, you and, can buy them. And, and AU, these things are going to be really good-looking coins, really sharp, really nice-looking. Like Jason said, if you, if, you know, it just is what it is. Uh, things are getting a lot more expensive, and, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, I've been warning you a lot in the last week. You have no idea what's coming. I do. It's not because I'm not Karnak. I don't see the future. I'm out there reading the same reports that all these other guys are looking at. And I, again, I cannot tell you why it is that the central bank wants this horrible inflation. It's their only play, Joe. It's their only play. And I want you to think about this because we've been saying that. Remember all year, though, we've been saying, hey, they're in a box. They're in a box. They're in a box. What are they going to do? And it really makes a lot of sense when you think about, you know, where the blame lies. Interest rates have been zero. Fed funds rates, zero. All a bit for the last almost 15 years, with, with the exception of a brief little moment in time. And at the same time, they created trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of fake wealth and just handed it out. So you had the loosest monetary policy ever to go along with the biggest uh, increase in the money supply the world has ever seen. And I mean, by a huge margin. You have no idea how much money is out there. And we created demand when there shouldn't have been any. And instead of raising rates and keeping, no, they said, no, we want, right, we want houses to be $355,000. Yeah, we know. I mean, you know, but you know, most people, most of you aren't ever going to be able to afford it. But that's what we want, right? We want higher prices. Remember, for that, oh, we need inflation. We need two percent. And I told you, I told you when they started this nonsense. That was just their starting number, and it was going to go a whole lot higher. J.P. Morgan is now making a call on crude oil. I've never seen it. They are saying, they're claiming that the largest U.S. commercial storage facility, this is Cushing, Oklahoma, is about ready to run dry. Saying that we may be weeks away, and I'm I'm quoting here, weeks away from being effectively out of crude. If nothing were to change in the Cushing balance over the next 60 days, we expect WTI spreads to spike to record highs in what they are calling a super backwardization scenario. Record high crude is 150. Jason and I have been telling you for the last two weeks about these $200 crude oil bets. 
And now J.P. Morgan is saying, hey, we got a problem, Jason. There's not enough crude in store. Right now, we are not at the all-time lows. This is the second lowest amount of storage in Cushing, Oklahoma, since they've been keeping records. Uh, but if this trend continues, the trend that we've been seeing for the la- really for the last 8 to 10 weeks, and I, I, I don't see it changing. There's not a reason it should change. We're going to have the lowest storage ever of crude oil heading into winter. Yeah, that doesn't sound too good, does it, Joe? And, and uh, these $200 bets, why do I get starting to get the feeling that uh, you move a little further into the future and that might, uh, that might not be a high enough price? It, it, it's something where uh, they're, they're, not, they're also talking about natural gas. And saying being able to find any spare capacity is increasingly difficult. Again, I don't know. This is a, a J.P. Morgan. Uh, I do know the cushion supplies have been falling down 31 million barrels uh, just over the last month or so. We've been talking about oil prices. I'm telling you. Get your gold put away. It's only a matter of time. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment here before Jason and I get to the half-empty cup of Joe with uh, Sonia Millers are going to be our guest today. We've got AU $5 libs, 600 bucks. That is less. That's $10 less than our circulated $5 liberties. Uh, and I expect to see more weird like things like this happening as the supply has just absolutely disappeared. Uh, we're down to the very last. We sold out of those MS-64 Saints. We're down to the very last of the Mint State 63 Saints. And those are at 2150 at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Joe, I got a and, quick. And Jason, let me give you a quick. Ahead, let me give you a quick story uh, on why you should be buying these gold pieces. Uh, my wife, uh, her grandma died uh, two days ago, and so now you're going through the process. Okay, what do you have to do? And uh, so she wanted me to have this story on the air. So I'm going I'm to give you this story because uh, Brooks, great grandpa and grandma, bought four plots uh, at, at a cemetery in 1980. And uh, they bought the two for the, the, the great-grandma and the great-grandpa, and then they bought two plots for the, their son and their daughter-in-law. And they bought them ahead of time, and they also bought the, uh, the price to put the person in the ground, which uh, the, four, the four plots were $480 for all four of them, Joe. And then to put each of the, uh, the people in the ground, it was $1,200. Those plots are $3,700 for one of them now. And the cost to put someone in the ground is eight thousand. I mean, look at that, Joe. And, and, and Brooke's like, "Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do when we die? I mean, what's the price gonna be by the time we die?" And then she stopped herself. She's like, well, "Well, wait a minute. Well, we're gonna have gold. So even if we haven't prepared ahead of time, we'll have we'll have uh, the value of what we purchased in the gold. It, it'll it'll be that uh, our savings will be protected. We'll be able to afford that. What a great way to, to understand why you should buy gold, uh, Joe. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Forget about two percent inflation. That ship has sailed. 
Uh, we're, we're going into an environment that we haven't seen before. Very easily predictable, too. Loosest monetary policy ever. Largest increase in the money supply by a factor of, it's not like it's, oh, well, it was 10% more or 20, no, by factors of hundreds of percent. We, nobody, we've never done anything like this ever before because we knew, and from our economics textbooks, this would create horrible inflation, and this is exactly what we're coming up against. I didn't even get to the beige book today. I pro, I, I'm saying, if I remember, I'll get to it tomorrow. Every single region was screaming at the central bank about inflation costs from Boston to New York, Philly, Cleveland, Richmond, Atlanta, Chicago, uh, San Francisco. I mean, you name it. Just saying, what is happening here? There's been, and I'm telling you, we said, hey, there was a downshift in things in the second half of September. Something changed. Remember, we're saying something changed. All of these producers out there now are saying, holy smokes. We we way underestimated what it was going to cost us to rebuild products again. And they missed the mark. And I'm telling you right now, I've got a really bad feeling about what's going to be happening between now and Christmas as far as prices across the board go. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour is over. Jason and I will be back with the half-empty cup of joe. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.